You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Collective Cafe, a virtual coffee experience which takes place every single Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in both Alpha Collective's Discord, that's discord.gg forward slash alpha collective and startup club's house in clubhouse it's free it always will be free there are no strings attached there is no bait and switch lurk or listen only chat with one another in our back chat or even come onto stage the coffee shop is open for business whether you're on the treadmill getting the kids ready for school getting yourself ready for work commuting into the big bad city or maybe just even commuting from your bedroom to your home office on monday we manifest on tuesday we talk thought leadership on wellness wednesday we discuss mental health wellness and life skills on thursday we do live book reads and discussions with the author and then on friday it's no agenda friday where there is no agenda start your day off on the right foot on the front foot with virtual coffee with the collective cafe where we mastermind we manifest we collaborate we help one another at the business of web3 or anything else that intersects whether it's culture collaboration creativity innovation disruption entrepreneurship or coaching so give us a subscribe bit.ly forward slash collective cafe to go or a review on your favorite podcast platform if you're listening on demand or of course join us every day live it is addictive and remember it is a safe welcoming space and you will never ever be put on the spot this is alpha collectives collective cafe my name is joseph jaffe well good morning good morning everybody how the hell are you it is a friday morning it is a great day to be alive Today, you are going to leave here better off than when you came in. That is the money back guarantee, which of course I can make when you haven't paid any money to be here. But just kidding. That's the goal. The goal is, in fact, it's a slightly different today because uh, it is no agenda Friday, which means I have no agenda. I did not come in with any thoughts, any ideas. Sometimes there'll be something on my mind and I'll talk about it. But I really want you to use the chat today. Um, I want you to raise your hand and come up. Um, it's everything. It's open mic. Um, I mean, you can sing karaoke, I guess, if you want to. Uh, AMA, ask me anything, um, a comment, a question, anything you want me to discuss. I can work for you um, or you can just basically take the stage and, uh, and, have, and have your own opportunity to, to lead. Regina, good morning. How are you? Regina may not know that her mic is open. So I'll mute her and see if she comes off her mic. Um, as I said, no agenda. So like I have, I have. Uh, trust me, there will be things to talk about. Um, but you know, it really is driven by you. So there is a link for Alpha Beta Talk Number Nine: um, Finding Web 3's Capture Moment. I can definitely talk to this idea because it's something I've been thinking about a little bit. Um, we're going to bring up um, someone who always figures it out, which is great. We need someone who can always figure it out. Hello, Maps. How are you? Yeah. Good afternoon. How are you, my friend? What's on your mind? I'm good. Hello. Uh, what's on my mind? Uh, okay. I, I want to... It's, this is a startup club, and I just want to ask a startup question. Go for it. Yes. Go for it. I, I'm, I'm hearing a little bit of an accent. Where are you from? Yeah, um, Africa, Nigeria. Yeah, I'm from I'm from South Africa originally. Uh, okay. All right. Ask a question. I'll uh, see if I can answer it. So um, I'm having a challenge. I'm trying to bootstrap um, my startup, and um, I'm having this challenge where 
um, you know, the thing with Bootstrap is, yeah, there are no much capital for you to really do what you want to do. But so I'm, I'm trying as hard as possible to um, pay my UI UX designer um, to help me do what I want. But it seems like a delay. And then I'm, I'm in my head now thinking, should I go learn UI UX or should I just be patient and wait? Like if, if it was you, what would you do? Okay, so I'm going to give you, you know, as I said, today is, uh, it's no agenda. So I don't have to, my goal is not to be the the smartest person in the room. Maybe I'm the dumbest person in the room, but everyone can come up with a point of view if they want to answer and help one another. I will tell you that there are a couple of things. One is, um, um, there's a saying that I always remember, which is, if you ask someone for money, they'll give you advice. And if you ask them for advice, they'll give you money. Um if you take a step back from there, you know, what I want you to do is talk, talk to as many people like today, you know, um, there's an interesting connection. I'm from South Africa. You're from Nigeria. Maybe somebody else is in here from Nigeria and maybe the two of you can connect or maybe, you know, someone who knows someone. Um, one of the things that's changed a lot in the space, specifically the whole startup space is that we used to keep our cards very close to our chest. Um, we never shared anything. Everything had to be NDA'd. And now what you realize is that, you know, look, I believe in ideas. I always have. I always will. I'm an ideas person. Um, that Without ideas, I'm nothing. But I also realize that ideas are a dime a dozen. And, and I also realize that, that, that a great idea that is poorly executed is, in, is inevitably a shit idea, a bad idea. So, you know, if you're looking for um, – you also have to determine what's the scarcest resource for you, MAPS. Um, because the reality is is your time is your scarcest resource resource so if you 're going to go and start to learn how to program or learn how to code or or whatever the case may be, that may take too much time or too much time. Maybe you can find a partner or co founder R- remember something you know i 'm just giving you these general generalities, but one of those generalities is this idea that you know if you ask for time if you ask for money you 'll get advice you ask for advice you get money but the other thing is a hundred percent of nothing is nothing. I've made that mistake many times in my startup career where I've got all the equity and I hold all that equity very close to my chest and I end up with nothing. So, you know, I'd rather end up with with I'd I'd rather end up with 1% that's worth something than 100% that's worth nothing. So remember, what do you have to offer? What do you need and what do you have to offer? A perfect partnership is one where what I need you have and what you need I have. That's in a perfect world. That's like, oh my goodness. You're, you know, we're two peas in a pod. We complete each other. We're, we're, you know, we're the best co-founders in the world. But this was even apropos like 20 years ago, 15 years ago, um, but certainly 10 to 15 years ago, where you could literally be so far down the road with your startup, so advanced. You could have customers. You could have some early customers. You could have some revenue. But you needed a CTO because you wouldn't actually get anyone to return your call if you didn't have a CTO. So someone could literally walk in after you've blood, sweated, and tears for a year, two years, three and a half years, and they could walk in and take 15% of the company and the title of co-founder, comma, CTO, because you needed someone who was a tech person. Because it didn't matter if you're like, I'm a marketing person, I'm a, you know, like, you don't need me. I mean, if I'm the founder, I'm the founder, but that's why you have a co-founder. I never understood that. Why, why co-founders? You need co-founders because you can't just have one person steering the ship, especially if they don't represent the full stack or the full suite of skills. So what I would say to you, Maps, is first of all, the fact that you came up and asked a question, you were the first person to come up, good for you. There could be 100 people that come up today. There could be We could go in a whole bunch of different directions today. You could have just sat there in the audience Actually, you could have not even showed up. You could have jumped into the room. What's this? I don't know what this is. What is open mic? What is collective cafe? This is not for me and jumped out. But instead you stayed, number one. Number two, you actually came up on stage. You asked a question. Hopefully I've given you some advice and hopefully there's someone listening to you as well that can give you advice. So to summarize, have as many conversations as you possibly can. You know, don't be afraid. Be a little vulnerable Talk about what you have. Talk about what you need. Talk about what you don't have. Um, find out if someone is looking is looking, you know, for looking to um, 
to to find something or to be a part of something, whether it's their time, their skills, their resources, their money. There's so many options. Advisory. Um, mm-hmm. You probably have a lot of equity that you can give away, right? Mm-hmm. So 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 give the equity away, or at least find a partnership. Dave, do you want to tap in? Oh, I'd love to, and until I have to tap out, I'm very competitive. But that's the biggest key right there. When this whole part is being in the moment and being raw and failing forward, getting confused, but picking yourself back up again, starting with energy and knowing how to reduce the licks to the center of the Tootsie Pop so that it's funny and you're not blue in the face, though that happens as well. And so I think for, for myself, you know, learning where do I have, where these actions today, do I plan for tomorrow? Yes, I do. But the actions today organized, which ones are the ones that are, that are going to get done and and then how much do i have to rely on something that i don't understand or someone that i trust because there's the risk there i'm negotiating some major partnerships right now and finally there are people that um some of them are are to the t i trust and the only thing that, that i'm worried about is some other family stuff but the other ones are really bad at their word you know and that's a that's a big thing and, and you want to give forgiveness to people. But that's why you we have to be careful who we give our pearls to and, and make sure we continue to be of value to ourselves and very satisfied with the legs that we have if we have them and the tools that we have in front of us and continue to learn. So, I think that's a fantastic build and, and I appreciate it. You've also, um, you've also come up with the name of this episode. So for those of you that are a little new, um, I'll do a bit of a, a reset in a, in a, in, in a minute or so. Uh, but there is a podcast version of this every day. If you, and I'll put it in the link. It's bit.ly, bit.ly forward slash collective cafe to go. Every Friday we do these, these kind of no agenda, open mic, ask me anything, even build on the, what we discussed in, in the, in the week, Monday through Thursday. Um, there's been great advice actually. Um, maps, I think you can see it from uh, Kehinde uh, Omajowa. So fantastic. We're here to help each other. We're, help, we're here to be the rising tide that floats all boats. And also, by the way, I just want to thank you because you've come up with the name of this podcast episode, which is called The Center of the Tootsie Pop. Um, so, <laughs> so it's done. It's, 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 all, it's riddled within my comedy and my seven albums, four singles, still singles. Thank you, Lord. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a thing. That's <laughs> huh. so cool. I, yeah. I, I want to hear your music. You're going to have to. Uh... Oh, it's it, markmoward.com. Mark is Mark the Spot. MA, take care of the mama unless she ticks you off. Leave her alone. If she's not here, condolences. And then, word be a person of your word. And you do that, it is a universal, you're tapped on the other side of the universe when you align things, even even straightening a picture of someone who can't reach that picture versus, you know, and digital, analog, all we're doing is we're just making sure channels are open and doors are open or closed as the ebbs and flows happen. And so I'm just, I'm just waking up. I'm 40 years old and I'm four years old, which means self-actualization is zero means I know nothing. I got, I'm just, a, I'm a sponge and I've been, I've been, I just feel like, I feel like I just just a total baby in a, in a good way. So, I love it. So, so much passion. And you know, one of the things, yeah. one of the things we're going to do a lot in in these rooms, and also as part of Alpha Collective, is one of the principles we practice in Alpha Collective, which is which is essentially like a I'm calling it these days a YPO for Web three AI and related technology. Um, mm. Is is reciprocity, which means which means if you if you um, if you need something or want something, then you have to offer something back in exchange. And so mm-hmm. when someone shares and someone contributes, like you just did, Dave, um, yeah. not only do I not only do I like it, I want to encourage people to say, hey, this is, you know, like, and especially the way that you did so creatively told people a little bit about you. I want us all to figure out more increased ways for us to do business with one, with one another. I actually... I, I I despise, and I try not to use negative words in my life, but I despise the you know, when people get shamed or chastised for for yeah. for in air quotes shilling, um, because you know, like re- remember something, everyone that the, there's the the quote I've, I say this often, like you know, when you get down at the uh, from rounders, when you sit down at the table, look for the sucker, 
if you can't see the sucker, leave immediately because you're the sucker, right? But it's the same concept. Like if you're not paying for the product, you are the product. So when you come to any in any room, even if you come into this room, you got to say like, who's benefiting from this room? Who's who benefits the most in this room? Well, you would think it would be me. It probably is me in the sense that it's my name on the top left. I get to put the link. I get to do whatever. Um, but but I'm fighting against that. I'm fighting to. To to make it seem like, hey, what, why why is he doing it? What's his agenda? Well, there's yeah. no agenda, yeah. you know. So so like yeah. like the idea is, if I feel like if people come into into these rooms and they give of their time and they give of their um and they give of their energy and they give of their shares, yeah. then then hell, if we can help them, that would be awesome. Yeah, bring a bring a benefit, you know, and everybody's on a different scale of um false evidence appearing real so people have anxiety for one thing or another which and also we can only see certain angles some people have traveled the world some people have traveled the world in their brain or in the books and so it's just like having an open safe space i call it headspace to just kind of get yourself optimized learn some stuff and share and i just i love it it's just you so refreshing it. you got mm-hmm. it maps i think yeah. you want you wanted to add something yeah sorry i, I didn't um i didn't have that time to basically um share my um, gratitude um, basically on the advice um, you gave and um, the one other people actually given in the chat. Um, so I really want to say thank you. And um, yeah, I will ask as much people as possible and um, I would also follow yeah. the advice in the chat. You and, don't uh, even, I, so much I appreciate it. You, you didn't even need to, but I really do appreciate it. It means a lot. You know, I, I'm going to talk a lot about this mindfulness retreat that I just went on, um, that I just came back from. And, you know, one of the things is it was amazing how, um, how often people said thank you to one another. Yeah. So, 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 oh, good. so yeah. e- even there was, a, there was a time when, like, you know, we were going around the room and we were sharing. And there were some people that just didn't feel comfortable to share. Um, and they're like, I don't want to share right now. And then, you know, the leader would turn around and say, well, you know, I thank you for, for your courage to say I didn't want to share. So I kind of I kind of like that as well. I also just wanted to um, just uh, I love Billy's comment. He said the word shill pisses me off, uh, especially when the person who says it is worse than a shiller. Um, and 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 I agree. And I and I and I think the thing is, it's just um, you know. I mean, I, I mean the the ult, the ultimate truth is the ultimate truth is we're we're all trying to figure it out. We're all trying to cope. We're all trying to you know make ends meet. We're all trying to. Um, you know, like invent or reinvent or get unstuck or whatever the case may be. So I think, like, if we can give a little bit of grace and also and just give people the benefit of the doubt. If we don't know their story, then we should always give them the benefit of the doubt until we find out exactly what their story is. Um, so I just uh, maps. You're welcome. And as I said, look, um, this idea on a Monday, we we kind of we call it manifestation Monday on a Tuesday. It's Thought Leadership Tuesday on a Wednesday. It's Wellness Wednesday. Um, I can't wait for Wednesday's session because I was going to lead it this Wednesday, but on a, a, another W happened on Wednesday, which is my son had his wisdom teeth out, so I wasn't able to come in. Thursday, we were doing this amazing book called I Dare You. Um, uh, it's been just kind of life-changing. So I do a live read, and then Friday's no agenda. So that is the Collective Cafe. Patty, I see you're on stage, and Shubham, you're on stage. Um, feel free to unmic, uh, question, comment, thought, um, open mic, no agenda. Give three seconds of beautiful silence. There you are. Hey, Patty. How are you? Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, but um, whew, where do I start? Um, yeah, it's dark space. It's, um, just wanted to, it's very hard. To, I'm in a situation where I've, I've built, uh, founded a, or founded a startup and licensed part of the business to that startup in Australia. And I'm looking to expand, um, the rest of what's left is, um, Positions with hemp that are not psychoactive that cross um, from over to health and pharmaceutical biotech right over to industrial space. It's quite big. There's some patents that we've put out 
And scaling up is, is such an effort to meet and find the right partners. Out there. To see who values um, some of these things and are in the position to, I know there's a lot of companies out there that could benefit by partnering up. It's just so hard to be able to find the right ones, where to knock. I seem to, not that tech savvy, but yeah. You're, you're, uh, you're going in and out, but I, I picked up the gist and I picked up like, uh, and I, if, with it, with a with an Aussie accent, I think it's Aussie. Um, you're, uh, you know, it might it may be uh, later at night where you are, um, but the, the fact is, I definitely picked up a tiredness and an exhaustion, and sometimes that exasperation. And uh, yet, you know, this stuff is hard. Uh, this this stuff is this stuff is super hard. And I'm just going to mute mute you for a second because there's a bit of um, a bit of feedback. Um, I was I was contemplating this thought the other day, which is you know life is hard, right? Life is hard, but but hard doesn't have to be bad, right? Like a, like when you talk about this idea of an honest day's work or a hard day's work, um, hard is okay. You know when you go to the gym and and you tear your muscle, it's hard. Hard is okay, but when you are on mission, you know when you love what you do, when you're you know being true to yourself, when you are living your purpose, living your why. Um, and when you have the endurance, these are, I'm saying these things very um, purposefully because these are the three pillars of the book that I'm hoping to publish in the next few months. Um, this is how to become forever changed. You know, ultimately what you want to get to a point when it, a point when it doesn't feel like work, right? Doesn't mean it's not hard. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean you're not, you're not just encountering massive no's and rejections after rejections. I am... So kind of like I have I have no and rejection PTSD at the moment. Like I almost expect I have to train myself. I'm actually doing a program right now, which is um, I'll talk about it like in depth another time. But it's called P, the concept of PQ, which is uh, developing your positively your positivity intelligence quotient. Positive intelligence is the book, and and in a nutshell. There are two neural pathways inside you. They are ruled by the saboteur and the sage. And there are 10 sub-personas or traits of the saboteur and five associated with the sage. And we are conditioned. We've been beaten up. We have, you know, the, the neural pathway or the neural network that belongs to the saboteur is like... I mean, the, I use the words that I hear from, from the author, from the founder, the head coach... Um, it's like the super five lane super highway, beautiful, beautifully paved with toll with with HOV carpool lanes and 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 um, you know and toll toll lanes and and the sage is is the dusty potholed road that no one wants to go down and we have to retrain ourselves and we have to you know when we see the saboteur coming in and just trying to like screw things up for us. We've got to be able to, the first part is to identify it. So my identification, like I can, you know, one of the things I was listening even in an audio uh, uh, slot last night is one way that this person did is he would talk about the judge, which is the head saboteur. He would talk about the judge and go to, to even his colleagues, his co-founders, he go, looks like the judge is trying to, to, to meddle again. So he would refer to his saboteur, the judge, as another person, and they so eventually that's how they manage to disassociate. So for me, I go—I I won't lie—I'll go into many meetings now or, or calls or whatever, and and my default is expecting a no. I'm expecting the no. I'm waiting for the no. Why? Because when the no comes, I don't have to be surprised. I don't have to be disappointed. I don't have to be. I can be well. You know, <laughs> you know. That's what you expected. That's what you got. But until I change that, even for myself, it's not going to change. Until I'm able to actually go in there expecting the yes or, or not expecting it but working for the yes, you know, creating energy around the yes, um, maybe I'm going to continue getting those no's. Um, and so, you know, Patty, the, the way that I look at it sometimes is it's, it's kind of like it's like startup monogamy, 
if you will, right? Or it's, or it's co-founder or investor monogamy. Um, in some cases, you're looking for one person. When I, when I talk about my show, Joseph Jaffe is not famous, uh, I just need one person at one network to give me a shot, to say, you know what? How about, in my mind, romantic, idealistic, foolish, dreamer, maybe all of the above. But I'm saying, maybe they go, you know what? We've got a, we've got a slot at midnight on Sunday going to Monday. Like, literally, no one is watching. The people that are watching have fallen asleep. They're stoned. You know, they're like, you know, whatever. They're multitasking. They live alone with 12 cats. Whatever. So we'll give you a slot. There are probably 800 people watching nationally on or 1,400 people 8,000 people will give you a slot. That's what I want. And you know what? Maybe I'm being naive. Maybe I'm being innocent. But, but if I don't continue to manifest that or, or dream towards that or work towards that, um, knowing full well that it only takes one person. Because at the end of the day, and Patty, just project forward. Project your what does success look like? You've made it. You've you've gone public. You got the funding. You got the other round. You sold out. You your dreams have come true. What happened? How did it happen? You know what is what does the management team look like? What is the just just actually be as specific and physical and tangible as possible. And you realize that you know it's the same concept. Like there are eight billion people in this world. Eight billion people. You're looking for one a co-founder or two investors or three clients, when you start to actually kind of reverse engineer it down to that, it, it doesn't feel as daunting anymore. So, you know, like the road is, you know, the road is is long, not to be like punny about it. I'm not going to start singing. Um, and that's why the endurance muscle is so important. More than anything in the world, if you can create a uh, not a roadmap but a runway that allows you that now you don't want to procrastinate and you don't want to just you still got to set goals and deadlines you've still got to like have that sense of urgency you've still got to have accountability and discipline these are all the things that I'm learning you know I became a coach for a group called EOS the the entrepreneurial operating system and so I'm learning that you know like Without a scorecard, a personal and a professional scorecard, in EOS there are five to fifty. There's a scorecard with five to fifteen leading weekly indicators for the company and for individuals and the leadership team. And you know what? If you don't have that scorecard, you don't have anything. You don't have anything, and it's just as simple as that. So at the very minimum, you need a metric, a daily, a weekly, a monthly metric that you can hold yourself and the, and others and they can hold you accountable too. Um, but that all will zoom out into, into a long game. You will win the long game. Um, if you can, if you've got the endurance to outlast all the people that are going to come and go, come and go, come and go, because they don't have the staying power, they don't have the resilience, they don't have the passion, they don't have the determination that you do. You... If 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 nothing, Paddy, you can outlast them, but you gotta have the you've gotta have the runway. Yeah, I'm at that point. Um, I've been asked to value the rest of the business and give the, an option to the original guys, or I've got the potential to connect with the right people and take the vision forward. And yes, I guess I am lucky. I don't have to be accountable to anyone but myself, and I own 100 percent of quite some fascinating stuff that could venture up all over the world. And because it's a bit daunting because I'm taking this step alone, whereas I left. Daughters and orphan drugs and, and things like that. And they're being very successful and they're doing well. Um, and it's just stepping into a space on my own this time, you know, and it's, I, I've got the vision. I hold it every day. You know, meet as many people as I can. You know, I guess I just am a little bit of a perfectionist. And my... don't the first experience. Yeah, you you're still fading out a little bit, but uh, but I, I I pick up I pick up bits and pieces. You know, it's not always it's not always the be, to be it's not always the best thing to be in that situation to be. 
you know, your only boss. It's lonely. My whole life I've been that person. And um, there's no one to check you, right? There's no one to bounce stuff off you. Um, it can be, you know, sometimes you do need to be able to, um, I'm a, <coughs> excuse me. Um, sometimes you need to be able to fire yourself, you know, when, when I, or, or, or have that fear when I, um, um, when I wrote my fifth book flip, um, flip built to suck in, in 2019, um, I, I wrote a whole concept around this concept of embrace your heresy. And, uh, and the very first one is what if you fired yourself? And I tell the story of how Andy Grove at Intel fired himself. Um, don't, you know, you should, you should be able to, if, if no well, one else actually, can fire you, you should be able to fire yourself. You know, that's the one thing, which is you've got to have that sense of um, there's healthy fear. There's a lot of stuff that we can keep talking about. Um, but, um, but the other thing that what you said jumped out at me is this whole concept of no sacred cows. You know, um, I... If you can go into anything in life completely open, it's the scariest thing in the world to be so naked or so uh, vulnerable, um, but it's also liberating. So, for example, um, for me, the thing that is the – when I look at my various um, my various projects that I'm working on, um, without question, the one that is the nearest and dearest to me in my heart is um, is my show, is Joseph Jaffe is Not Famous. Um if you told me that you would give me funding for Alpha Collective or for my new book or, um, or you know, to build up my EOS coaching practice, but I had to absolutely kill my show, I had to end the show, I honestly don't know if I could do that because I feel like it's so connected to my life force. I really, really don't know that I could do that. I think I might turn down a million dollars if it meant not being able to do my show once a week. I say this because I know it's possible to be able to continue to do my show once a week. It has to be. But here's a more realistic one. The name, right? Like the name of your store, startup. When somebody comes, it's one thing to call your baby ugly, but, but in this particular case, if someone said, hey, listen, CNBC, right? We love your show, but it's got to be called Business Tonight with JJ. You know what? Money talks and bullshit walks, right? So like, uh, names gone, names changed. I didn't used to be like that. I used to be a prima donna. I used to be a diva. I used to be, I was, I almost, I was actually in Australia giving a keynote, having a, uh, a massive fight with the head publisher, John Wiley and Sons with my third book, Flip the Funnel. I wanted the cover of the book to be upside down. I wanted the funnel to be upside down. I wanted you to have to pick up the book and turn the book around in order to flip the funnel. I wanted my reader, the very first thing my reader did was actually become part of the solution, which is to have bought the book, opened the book. And the best way to do that is to flip the book or flip the funnel. They said, it's upside down. It's going to be upside down on Amazon. I basically said, I'll just, uh, just in case people don't like uh, swear words, so I'll just go to my my bleeper, I said, well, then they can just stand on their own f-ing heads, you know, or they can turn their f-ing laptop around. And the guy said, yeah, I think we're going to cancel the contract. And he put the phone down on me. I remember I was like in the Western Hotel, like in the middle of Sydney. And, uh, and I called him back and I was like, you know, Funny. tail between my legs. So when you become so precious and you become so full Ultimately, when you're when you're falling on the wrong, Can I ask you a question, a yeah. really serious question. Yeah, no, really I was, serious. So yeah, I was I'll, just going to leave. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. I'll, sure, I'll, I'll make my point afterwards. It's your point because it's probably similar to what the question I'm going to ask. Please. Oh no! I, all I was going to say is is what you don't want to do is fall on the wrong stakes, right? When you fall on your stake or fall on your sword, uh, that's fine. But just don't fall on the wrong one. You shouldn't have to ever fall on your sword. But definitely don't fall on the wrong one. So for me, the name, the the cover of the book, it really wasn't the it wasn't the 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 you call it like the deal. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it, it, it it wasn't the 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 thing that was make or break for the deal. Um, the name of my show is less important than the show itself. So anyway, go for it, Patty. I'm just going to ask you because. You're, you're familiar with the continent of South Africa and obviously Australia. 
But uh, do you know anything about the the hemp space, um, the industrial purposes and also the medicinal purposes of hemp? Do you know much about it? Not much. I know not a, a lot of people who do. So hemp is like CBD. It's like in that whole camp, right? Yeah, it's in the whole camp. So the, the question I had was um, I've spent 23 years breeding, developing, and mass spectrometry, you know, microns on the glass fiber and getting everything absolutely perfect so that if we ever become one, become, become, come back to be one of the top one to, to four globally grown crops, you know, it's, it's the number one that you go to because, you know, in this industry, it's all talk. But I've actually done the work and we've got results. Um, the, oh, the question was, because we look at all these climate issues, all these health issues, and I've made sure I tick all those boxes so that they're debunked if anyone was to, you know, ask the questions or trial, trial it or, or say I need it for this purpose and that purpose. And I guess the question was, if you don't know the industry that well, you might not be able to answer it. But whether the world's ready to to go, you know, to roll out a you know top agricultural crop that may, you know, take a massive chunk of some of these big silos like Monsanto and Big Pharma, because that's 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 the space I'm trying to, and that's where the vision is, you know, things like, you know. Overmac with um, yeah, so, the composition and and all of that to so the very very significant. So I'll uh, let me you're you're still going in and out, but let me, let me tell you what I think I picked up there. And and by the way, if anyone else wants to, I see some good friends and some regulars. If anyone wants to come and join the stage, you can add to this. You can take us in a completely different direction. That's the way No Agenda Friday works. Um, I just posted in the chat um, a connection, uh, a, a link to uh, Michael Pollan's "How to Change Your Mind," um, which is um, which is uh, it's what the new science of psychedelics teaches us about consciousness, dying, addiction, depression, and transcendence. And I've been watching I've been watching the uh, the series on Netflix. Um, I, I saw the other day something that actually said. The whole CBD movement may have been, it was, I, I don't want to say the wrong words, um, but it spoke about it being like just a giant kind of marketing misdirection. It was like, it wasn't like necessarily being critical, but it was almost saying like it may get left behind. It it, okay. Can I just butt in just right there? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm fully, fully aware of that. And I, I just, because it's hard to give the whole story because it's such a massive story. But I'll just give an example. We, um, I've got when you look at things like anti-aging, halting aging, um, reversing dementia, uh, billion-dollar drugs on a cellular level, these compositions work better. But we did use a microdose of psilocybin with this composition, and it lit up in a synaptic nerve. And what I'm up against is exactly what you just open your mouth up at the end to say that the CBD has been like. Because every time I go to pitch something, they think, oh, it's just another CBD. It's just this, it's just that. Well, it's not. And explain that it's just not without having the time to sit down and show them the research or say, here you go, go and get it validated. This is what, this is what we did. This is what's in the composition paper. This is the market that can capture. This is an alternative. This is healthy. This is what the world all wants. This is what they're all asking for. This will do this. This will take the pressure off um, oil supply for local farmers. This will create better, better clothing for humanity and a lot of savings. Yeah, so that is fascinating. So I'm up against that. I'm up against exactly those words that the CBD because they just I don't know who or why, but whether the universities or the right researchers or the wrong head mindset went in there. I've done something that's totally different that can turn. A couple of those big silos upside down. So, um, so Patty, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, uh, I'm gonna respond in some gener- generalities in a way because, because whether we're we could be discussing, uh, I just saw Mehdi uh, Golami said, "What are you talking about?" It actually, in a way, doesn't matter what we're talking about, whether we're talking about hemp or CBD or psilocybin, or talking about manufacturing or talking about, uh, you know, being the creator economy. Or, but generally, we're talking. Uh, 
you know, if you, if you zoom out and try and find a common thread, um, there's generally the concept of incumbency, right? There's generally the concept of this is the way things have always been done. The, you know, this is, the, this is the leader. These are the challenges. This is the way that, this is what the establishment looks like. And then there is a challenger or challenger to the challenger. There's a new way. There's a new line of thinking. There's a, there's, there's a new um, expanded uh, expansion of, of considerations. And my point is, whether it's influencer, whether it's sampling, whether it's thought leadership as a Trojan horse, you know, I, um, I'm on my own personal mission to connect with Stephen Bartlett. But Stephen Bartlett, to me, and Diary of a CEO is the number one podcast that I'm listening to right now. And, 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 and I realize also, in even saying that, that I am going to influence some of you to try out Stephen Bartlett's Diary of a CEO uh, because you're listening to me. And some of you may say, this guy sounds interesting. I've never seen him before. Oh, I know exactly who he is. And if this is who is influencing him, and he might be influencing me, let me go and kind of complete the circle. Um, and so part of what I'm saying is, you know, Patty eventually, you know, part of it is sitting, you know, you, you, uh, one thing um, my friend Brian Fanzo said, uh, which I always like, it sticks with me, is you've got to try and get the right people in the wrong rooms and the wrong people in the right rooms. Um, and and that's to me is like a like that can apply for life, right? Or across life because it's it's your social circle, it's it's even people in your company. Um, it's the power of diversity and the power of having people come in that will bring different perspectives. And so sometimes what you don't want to do, Patty, is exhaust yourself, right? What you don't want to do is get exasperated. What you don't want to do is get frustrated. Every single interaction you have should be feeding. And, and building you up, not breaking you down and, and depleting you of your Trust energy. Me, it doesn't deplete me and break me up of the energy. What's exhausting is you feel like that you're knocking on the wrong doors or if you're, if you're giving the, if you're spreading the vision, you fit, you always get the feeling that people know, but they don't want to know, or maybe they think it's too crazy. It's too out there, but it's not too out there. It's, it's what's been talked about for a long time, many years. Um, hey, listen, can, can I be honest with you? I, I just, I just. And I need, baby, I need a marketing person, and that's that's, a, that's the reason I jumped on here. Sure, I do have to probably build a little marketing campaign or or something and educate a few people. Um, I, I sort of know how to do it if I get the right people or pay the right people, and maybe that's what I have to do. Or I just want to I just want to throw some other things, not only to help you but other people. St- you know, start a podcast, uh, write a book. Um, you know, create some some. You know, just just create uh, your own content strategy and your own calendar and your own consistency. Um, who who is it, who is the better expert and not even an expert, but more credible uh, than you are? So a lot of the stuff you can do for free. Um, it's not really about the f- be- being free. It's about the credibility. It's about the openness. It's about the access. It's about the consistency. Um, and, you know, I was thinking about this the other day as well. Uh, a big chunk of this is always going to come down to the concept of, you know, the Steve Jobs reality distortion field. You know, 50, I always say 50% of the time, a founder must live in their reality distortion field and be protected from the, the awful outside world. The other 50% of the time, you have to let the world in and you have to listen to the world and you have to be able to recognize that the world can help you. So the art, and it is an art, I believe the difference between the successful and the failed founder or the unsuccessful founder is the person who knew what, when to listen to whom right, what to listen to, from whom and when, and actually Definitely take action. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm hearing you, and I've had listened to some people talk about all the implications that cotton brings, but I'll just give an example. Cotton, um, with the Roundup Ready gene, Monsanto were able to capture a massive amount. Actually, they're pretty much a global, they monopolize the global fabric industry. But to try and, I mean, you can prove it, but if you had the same technology in that, in, say, this industrial hemp space, they created huge economies of scale, great income to farmers, local communities, and it ticks all the right boxes. Okay, they don't even know what to say. But yeah, it's hard to explain. I won't explain it on this podcast. Yeah, well, but um, yeah, well, it's it's pretty powerful what what I've got. But it just 
I don't know if people don't understand it, even farmers struggle to understand it themselves, but it's that sort of technology. And it's not that I don't want to own the world. Like you said, 1% of something big is great. And getting the right people together, whether it starts from the local communities and the farmers platform off the patents and the thing and create and, and take ownership and, and be part of being a movement that actually turns these toxic companies and makes them accountable. Because I mean, that's where I'm at. There's so many, there's so many things. Patty, I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to move on. I want to change the subject and move on to. I have, I have to do that too. Thank but you. Thank you very you, much. No, before you. you're welcome. But before, you, go. before you go, there's a lot of things I want you to also go and, and just check out because, like, I'm a coach for EOS, um, but there's the ability for you to even self-implement, which means you don't even have to pay anyone anything. Um, just some of these tools could be actually quite helpful because, you know, I'll tell you one thing about me as a founder. I am, you know, I'm what's known as a quick start. Uh, I'm the ideas person. I'm not disciplined. I'm not grounded in execution. Um, and And sometimes we need... You know, whether it's a co-founder that, or even a partner in life, right? We need someone that can actually ground us, or we need something or an operating system that can ground us. So check it out because, as I said, you can self-implement, um, and and I think some of these tools could be very, very powerful for you. So please go check that out. A tool um, uh, invited you up because I've seen you around. Um, this is our No Gender Friday. No Fridays will ever be the same because we'll have different people discussing. Uh, different things. Um, but uh, do you want to join? Anything on your mind? Question, comment? Um, you want to lead lead something? Um, the, the mic is yours. The floor is yours. Uh, sure, Jeff. Uh, really great to start my Friday morning, uh, my morning walk with uh, Startup Friday. So thank you for uh, regularly hosting these uh, meetings, Jeff. Uh, my uh, point is <coughs> on the startup is I'm a, I often say, uh, sadly, that I'm a serial failed entrepreneur, so I have started many, failed many times, but not given up. Uh, but I did have some success in few non-profit organizations which I have started, focused on startup. So I'm a co-founder of a non-profit Young Anthropus Network, which is getting good traction. Uh, started with my home state, uh, Bihar in India, so a lot of good. And uh, most importantly, the one the one which has got the max uh, uh, traction is my alumni group. So I am an alumni of India's most uh, reputed premier institutions, Indian Institute of Management, Ahmedabad. Uh, it is harder to get into IIM Ahmedabad than to get into Stanford or Harvard or any top MBA. But there's, there's a, also a population fact. India is a very large country. <clears throat> so having done a pass from IIM uh, Ahmedabad, when I went to New York, uh, I mean, for, for my job, I realized that I don't know anyone. I don't know any from, uh, from IIM. There were many from IIM, but I did not have the alumni network. So initially, once I started networking, knowing people, attending events and stuff, then uh, there was a very uh, large event in India uh, that was on the occasion of India's 60th year of independence, uh, some very large, uh, so, so 50th year of independence. And in that event, I attended that event, so a lot of celebrity like the CEOs and uh, uh, billionaires and things like that, they attended that event. And it's a government uh, organized event. So in that event, I asked that uh, you've taken help from the local alumni, uh, they've taken help from Yale, Yale University and Harvard and I think a few others. Then I said, do you realize that there's a lot of uh, Indian uh, pe people who have studied from India and they are here in New York, uh, so why didn't you invite uh, them? So then uh, the main person here, the CEO of one of the largest pharmaceutical companies, Maninda uh, Singh, he said, we didn't know uh, about it and who to reach out to. Do you have an organization, something? And I realized, we have an organization for individual IAMs, but not for all. And that seeded the idea, though there's a need for there's an unmet need, like the startup language, to have that. And then started this organization called IIM Society. Now, uh, many years later, more than 10 years later, uh, more than 15 years later now, we have about uh, 6, 
16,000 uh, members across the world. So whether you are in Japan or you go to Korea or you go to uh, New York, London, Paris, any part of the world you go to. And if you just reach out and I am alumni, uh, I am society is a platform for that. Um, other uh, more uh, older universities like uh, Harvard or Yale uh, have uh, bigger uh, alumni network might have. But I'm very proud of having built this uh, alumni network for IM Society. And I already talked about the startup organizations. So startup is a lot of uh, fun. Even if you fail, you learn something. So I will definitely encourage everyone to try something out. Uh, the value creation uh, opportunity we get through uh, being a founder, solving problems. And startup, uh, to me, my understanding, Jeff and the team, is all about problem solving. So if you see a problem, some people will notice it but uh, complain some people will complain it and some people say what can i do but the entrepreneurship mindset uh, for me is whenever you see a problem you get attracted to it oh i need to fix it and then you put a team together and solve it so that startup mindset is a very very fantastic thing uh, jeff and thanks for continuing to host this regular meeting so i'll, I'll stop here jeff you, you know what if a tool share to me, <clears throat> was, I would call it, a master share. And, and I'll explain to you what I mean by that. What I mean by that is um, we didn't know each other from, 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 I'd say, from Adam, from Atul. We didn't know each other a few weeks ago, whatever the case may be. He popped into one of these, <clears throat> these sessions. I think he came up, he shared. Now I recognized him. He came back a second time. And now suddenly there's a connection. In a way, he's doing the very thing that he shared about, you know, which is, you know, 100% of short putts never go in the hole. 100% of shots, you know, not taken. I mean, you you don't score 100% of the shots you take. It's just the way it is. <clears throat> and here's someone who who arrived knowing no one, nothing, and is built. Suddenly, I'm listening to him. I'm going, oh, my goodness, a tool you could change my life. If you told your group and your alumni about my show or about the Collective Cafe or about Alpha Collective or about my book, um, because that's all we're doing at the end of the day. We're all desperately trying to figure out how to connect, how to network, how to grow. But the thing that we forget, <clears throat> and this is the cardinal mistake we make, we judge everything based on quantity, not quality. So people might come and if they're just, imagine they're cruising the hallways of Clubhouse, right? They might say, hmm, open mic, no agenda Friday in the Collective Cafe. I don't know what a Collective Cafe is. I don't know what open mic means. I mean, I do know it, but open mic for what? For whom? There's some emojis. What does that mean? Startup club. Okay, is this like an AMA type of thing? <clears throat> Most people are not thinking things that through and that it's all very gut instinctual. It's all very, do I go in, do I go in? Most people are going to go into a room that perhaps has 100 people or 80 people or 140 people, but they're losing out. They're losing out because the because you have to believe, I have to believe, I have to believe more than you have to believe that the 30 people that are in here right now, including me, plus the people that are in Discord, are in the right room at the right time for them. For, for us, for, for, for me, for you. And the quality of the conversation is ultimately what guides us. The point being that a tool is, at a minimum, a connector. At a maximum, he's an influencer. He may not view himself as a connector. He may not view himself as an influencer. But he suddenly has access to another network. And what I want you to think about is when we activate networks, we're actually just building a relationship with one individual who then, if they trust you, if they believe in you, remember it's their, it's always their currency. It's their currency. It's their reputation. The trust that you build and the relationships you build and the trust you build versus the trust you break means everything because it can take a lifetime to build and a moment to destroy or to break. And so when we think about the ability to open ourselves and open our networks to one another. That is how ultimately we grow our networks or our network. That is ultimately how, you know, I have been, you know, and Maria's here, she's been on the show. 
here I have I I look at it and I I always like show you and, and share my fears and my frustrations as well. But I've created the greatest business talk show that no one's watching. Uh, people are watching it, but not enough people are watching. And so instead of giving up, instead of tearing my hair out, all I've got to do is keep on changing, keep on tweaking, keep on plugging. In fact, I just put out the um, – I had Connor Steinbrook uh, on my show. If you look at my LinkedIn or if you go – I can't even provide all the links. He was a professional poker player. He was an online poker player and overnight his entire life was destroyed when reg- when regulation came through basically rendering online poker playing worthless um, and how he had to essentially reinvent himself um, but one of the things he talks about which to me I uh, paraphrase it is the 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 secret to life right is play the long game with continuous improvement in other words and he adds one or two other things which is acquire new skills but in other words, if my show today is exactly as, as it was a year ago or a year before that or a year before that, that's not continuous improvement. Just staying in the game, just plugging away is not enough for you to win. The way you win is to keep going, keep growing, but also adapting, tweaking, and ultimately improving um, all the time. So, you know, people might have even come in and listen to 30 seconds of a tour at the beginning of his share and he's talking about himself and his story and go, uh, uh, this, this doesn't sound like the right room for me or sounds like he's just plugging himself. If, but if you actually listen to him, as I said, to me, that was a master share. And that's exactly what I want from this room, from the Collective Cafe, from Alpha Collective, which is we listen to each other because we care about each other because we want to help each other. And guess what? Chances are that every single one of us can help one another and be helped by one another. So I want to pause there. We've got about five minutes left. Maria is on stage. Joma is on stage. Uh, Joma, you are, uh, you un- well, whichever one wants to share first, I want to make sure you both <laughs> I, can share. I, I'll just quickly share. I mean, I, thanks, uh, Joseph and Atul. Um, so I'm having my first holiday day for the, for the year being a, a, uh, an entrepreneur as well and I was just lying down and I thought oh Joseph's online I better check in and see how it's going but I'll just be in and out because I'm having a nap on my first holiday day for 2023 um, but I was listening to you until congratulations on on all your failures and I totally agree you learn so much more from every failure than success when you succeed it's like you learn yep that still works you learn virtually nothing um, and kind of I'm still going through a lot of wins hits and misses here and there and Joseph just um a word of encouragement. Yes, it is one of the best business shows that not enough of people are listening to, and we're gonna, all going to do to help. Well, we can. Do, yeah, we're all going to do what we can do to help. I actually, if you are familiar with Nas from Nas Daily, um, he what about five years ago decided to quit his job, a uh, high-paid job in America, um, to do a thousand uh, videos a day, one-minute videos. That's one minute. See you tomorrow. Um, so I, I became a fan of his in the fairly early stages, I'd say around video four or five hundred, and I went to the Copenhagen one where I'm based, and um, so I saw him live as he was filming it, so you'll see me in the crowd there when you go to that one, and at, when I had the Q&A thing, I said to him, when did this take off, How, you know, at what point, you're doing a thousand videos one minute a day, when did it take off, and he looked at me and he said, it was, I, I don't know if I got the exact number, it was video number 167. I had nobody listening for the first 100, 120, but after 167, boom, it took off because something happened. And that whole overnight sensation was 166 videos leading up to the overnight sensation. So I'm following that protocol as well. I've been producing podcasts for other people. I'm launching one for myself uh, this this, uh, second half of the year. And it's that whole thing about persistence and continuous improvement. Keep it up, Joseph. Um, you know, I'm a big fan, and let's make it happen. Hey, listen, I actually, by the way, I, I, th- I like leaning into that, which is actually to almost rebrand it, not rebrand the name, but actually have a tagline that says, the world's greatest business talk show that no one is watching. Um, I love it. 
I love it because it, you know, I, I know, and I love it because I know probably that that many people near and close to me would hate it, uh, which is not to say I love it because they hate it, but that's how I know how, that's how I know it's the right thing because it's my personality, right? It's self deprecating, um, and yeah. I and I know it is the world's I know it is the world's greatest uh, business. It also might be the world's greatest business talk show because there really aren't any business talk shows where actually people get you know, where, where you can actually like learn about the human being behind, you know, the facade and the title and whatever, and you can actually get to know them. Um, and, and of course the no one, like, we don't have to be like always super literal with everything. Um, what I want to say is I'll come to you in a second, Dave. Um, I'm going to take the link down now, but the link above is actually the podcast of yesterday's I dare you session. It was so valuable for so many reasons. I dare you to create a magnetic personality. Um, listen to it. There's there's also going to be a LinkedIn article which I'll either publish today or or next week. Um, yeah, I wanted to give Maria a chance, but I know uh, she obviously had to jump. Uh, she had to jump, and it's almost nine. Um, but I will put a link up to subscribe to the actual business to actually. Um, uh, Joseph Chaffee is not famous. Remember, it's my baby, so it's it's my passion project. Doesn't matter what what happens or doesn't happen, uh, it gives me my life force. So as long as I keep doing it, um, I keep growing and I keep uh, I keep building up. So, Dave, you wanted mm-hmm. to say something? Yeah, hey amen. I I started a couple of podcasts myself. Uh, one called Entrepreneurs Are Us because Toys R Us is kind of. It's not really there, but having that childlike faith as adults as we stumble through. And then I created, and then I got offered to do TED. You should do a TED Talks, Dave. I'm like, we'll set it up then. And okay, well, $50,000. Oh, whatever. I'm going to keep go back to work. So then I started Fire Talks because fire, you know, talks. I don't need no teddy bear to talk. And so that's created this kind of uh, branding and experience with a lot of people around. Doesn't you don't have to be an entrepreneur? Anybody that just wants to just talk about just just being around the fire, getting out the light, or whatever, just being raw and real. But you know, it's nice to be around others that are really pushing, but doing things like I do a lot of different things um, where it's it's involving other people, a connection, uh, a certain lane, so that I can just enjoy other people sharing and totally like miracles all the time. The synergy has just been really, really cool. And so this, this was just a breath of fresh. I just kind of fell into this call. I, I don't, I don't usually, so I, I appreciate this time and it was a good time too, before the day goes on, on a Friday. So yeah, very excited. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, and remember it is nine. So we're going to, we're going to wind up. I just want to uh, do a few little quick shout outs to our regulars, to Billy, to Bez, to Bruce, all the bees, um, just going down. Um, uh, I mean, we've we've been Bruce and and Billy and Bez. Three Bs have been with us. Have been with us. Uh, we've been doing this for almost a year. So talk about talk about um, um, the long game with continuous improvement. We have improved. Um, we didn't have a podcast when we started. We weren't in Clubhouse, um, so we didn't have an agenda. Um, we didn't actually have like an editorial calendar. Um, so. Um, and at some point, you'll see it will happen because it will happen. Um, also, Christopher and Slick, two other regulars who are sitting in our Discord at the moment, something unbelievable will come out of this, if not for me, for you, if not for you, for me. Um, and we'll be able to look back and say, you know, there you go, right? It, was, it wasn't a no. It wasn't a not now. It was a not yet. Um, to all the entrepreneurs that came up that shared today. Remember, we're in the Startup Club, but it's not necessarily about startups. The Collective Cafe is um, is an audio-first um, Monday through Friday session. The idea is 8 to 9 a.m. Start your day off on the front foot, on the right foot. Obviously, it's Eastern Standard Time because that's where I am. But really what I want to encourage and what I predict will happen is that every company on this planet that is worth something, that actually cares about talent, um, specifically the larger ones, will start their day off this way with an with a audio-first um, virtual connect. Not a status meeting, you know, but, but actually the ability to inspire, to feed our soul, to feed our heart, um, to, to fuel our, our empathy for one another, um, for us to, you know, whatever, you can manifest, you can meditate, you can review books. I've created the blueprint, at least the first version of the blueprint. 
and it is there for anybody to take and anybody to implement and for free, right? You should be doing this. You should be doing this yourself. You really should be. Um, and I believe that everyone will. At some point, um, if I'm predicting, uh, companies may come and say, hey, Joe, um, can you do this for us? Um, my answer will be, no, I can't because I'm doing this. But I've got ideas for you. Maybe there's someone inside the Collective Cafe that can do it for you that's looking for a gig. Or, and most importantly, there's someone inside your own company that could be doing this or should be doing this. So this is part of the master plan. And there, and you see, there's the thing. There's the vision. There, you know, Not only have I not kept it close to my chest, I've just put it out on the table for you, for anyone to take and run with. Um, someone could be in here right now, take it, run with it, make $100 million. Good for them. Really good for them. They may or may not choose to uh, one day pop a check in the mail for a dollar to me or, uh, or $10,000 for me or nothing. I don't care. You know, because I know that my superpower is my ability to come up with more ideas. But also what I'm learning is that what I'm coming into and growing into is the power of generosity. The more you give, ultimately, mm -hmm. the more you get back. So I love this because I think this is what it is about, right? This is why I encourage people. This is why, for example, Dave, if you, if you raise your hand at uh, 8.15 on Monday, I'm not bringing you up. I don't want this stage, I don't want anyone to stay this, this stage with me on Monday through Thursday between 8 and 8.45 because I don't want you to have to do the work. I'm doing the work for you. I'm doing the work for me as well. I want you to be, like I loved hearing people on their, on their walks in the morning, I want you to be multitasking. I want you, mm -hmm. to, be, I want you to be being, I want you to be productive and I want to be able to give you something that can add to that day, not subtract i don't want it to be well i had a choice between this and that and so it was a zero sum i don't believe in that mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. anyway it's 905 have an amazing weekend as always i will probably have this episode um which is we now is called um the center of the tootsie pop um <laughs> and it will be up within probably an hour or so <clears throat> and <clears throat> sorry If you want to subscribe to the podcast, it's bit.ly forward slash collective cafe to go. If you want to subscribe to my show, bit.ly forward slash uh, subscribe to the show. And um, have an amazing weekend, everyone. Jomer, Dave, um, all of you. Um, see you on Monday. Can you put the link in the chat? Is, there, is it in there somewhere? Which one? But what you just said, the state of the, your podcast. You're welcome, uh, Rita, who said... Um, The link that's in above right now is for my talk show. Okay. Um, and then the link for this podcast is, uh, or for the, for this, this actual episode yeah. where you'll be able to hear yourself is bit. No, well, no, I, didn't. I just want to make sure I'm staying connected to you. I, I, I no, I'm saying you will be able to, I'm just saying. Collect, sure, sure. Collective, you, yeah. you're, you're the star of the show. You're going to get uh, royalties <laughs> and residuals. Um, so as long as we're all just yeah, getting, yeah, yeah making things happen it's uh, bit.ly forward slash collective cafe to go um, okay. alright well have, have an amazing weekend everyone and uh, thank, thank you. you for all the kind words and see you all soon thank you thank you this podcast is heard along the marketing podcast network for more great marketing podcasts visit marketingpodcasts.net